This message comes from NPR sponsor McDonald's. McDonald's is proud to help communities around the country, donating food and serving hot meals when neighbors need them most, recently in the aftermath of Hurricane Laura and to first responders amidst the pandemic. McDonald's, serving here. 1965, a darkened street corner in Selma, Alabama, and a murder. A new podcast exposes the lies that kept this murder from being solved. And explores memory, myth, and accountability for a crime at the heart of the civil rights movement. From NPR, White Lies. Listen and subscribe now. You're connected to All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. Today, a conversation with Joe Talbot. Joe is the passionate force behind the British band Idols. That's I-D-L-E-S. They're a band that at once are both fierce and compassionate Here's a song called Samaritan from their 2018 album called Joy as an Act of Resistance. Idols are one of the best live rock bands I've seen, creating mosh pits and community with their noise and their humanity. I start the conversation with Joe Talbot, curious what the music is like playing in their van as they tour so many thousands of miles. Is like one person in charge of the music for your travels, or how does, or is there a battle, or is everybody on headphones? I'm going to say not headphones. That's my uh, guess. Yeah, no, 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 not headphones. We're, we're a very social little circle of tubby man um, <laughs> now we um we we do things democratically normally like to be fair J- jeremy our, our driver who who was uh on keys in the, the oh yeah, the yeah. Well, i didn't see at the show last night right he was there he was doing sound gotcha he was good too but keep going good 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 so uh he he often picks some music and we've all got similar tastes so it's all good i will make suggestions we're quite mindful of what we play, so like, we 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 all love music, obviously, um, but we're all quite active in thinking about why and what to play in certain parts of the country. And so, like, we were in Kansas for two days driving last year, and we were like, let's let's really test ourselves because we were told that Kansas is a pretty boring state to drive through, and they were right. <laughs> but like, oh, so this is an interesting thing. So we should challenge ourselves, and we I love Radiohead. Uh, for many different reasons and Bowen and Dev and I, I don't think Lee does but we love Radiohead for very different reasons there's that old cliche about them being miserable and we were like right, let's let's play their catalogue and see how it makes us feel after two oh, days oh wow because you got a lot of time driving through Kansas exactly yeah so we just put it on shuffle give me give me a song let's let's start let's the road trip begin yeah what do you got what do you want uh, National Anthem okay it's probably my favourite radio song uh, so we we listened. We we excluded one album, Pablo Honey, because we didn't think it was a fair representation of Radiohead as a band. You know, it's like that first finding your finding your feet kind yeah. of album. I don't know. I think they were going with the zeitgeist and following trends, and then they found their own language and became Radiohead. So we got we we didn't include Pablo Honey. It's not a big thing. And Tom, we'll get letters. But Tom keep and the going. boys, if you're listening, we apologise. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Well, people can write in. No one cares. Um, oh. so, 
I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> You're gonna have to keep up, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, go, 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 go. I pretend yeah. like right. I'm a horrible man, and I'm not. So anyway, so we basically we, we're not fans of Pablo Honey, so we didn't put it in. But we went through all the others, all the new stuff, and like the you know like the In Rainbows CD two. Yeah, yeah. She's got one of my Which favorite really Radiohead cool, yeah. songs on it. Which um, was what? Oh, I, I don't know what it's called. Okay. It's yeah, no, I, I'm. Um, could it be this? Yeah. Okay. Back to the story. Uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> Bang is a Mash. Uh, this disc, I, I never listened to it until we were in Kansas. Bang is a Mash came on, it blew my tiny mind. Let's listen to some in the clear here. that's a dozen years ago but keep going I know it's insane isn't it I like I even going back to like Amnesiac it it could come out now and it would sound current and relevant I love that I think they're a beautiful band we were just uh, in fact I was cutting this last night at home we did a a conversation with Johnny Greenwood who is uh, we commissioned a piece that he wrote that got played at the tiny desk and we're putting that up online on uh, May 20th. Oh my goodness. And then a conversation with him of which we did very, something very similar. He awesome. played sort of DJ. Talked about but uh, where would he go? So I, you're in Kansas. Yeah. You're, you're, you're uh, I'm just nervous now. I've been in the same building as Johnny Greenwood. I, feel, I, feel, <laughs> I suddenly feel fat and stupid. I'll make, I'll, make, I'll make you feel more comfortable. He wasn't in the building. We commissioned the work. He wrote the work. He sent us a score. Nice. We, hi- we uh, commissioned a, a group to play it. And uh, so he hasn't been here. So now I'm 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 more down to earth than he is. Yeah, That's yeah, great. Yeah, I feel good again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah no so like um we discovered that driving through Kansas and listening to Radiohead on shuffle isn't good for your mental health. I think what the lesson is that any band's catalogue isn't necessary. I think it's nice to just take albums and pick out that one point in time. And listen to them and enjoy that and then move on i think uh variety is the spice of life bob and uh, kansas needs a bit more fluctuations <laughs> this weekend i hit shuffle on my entire music library which mm. is you know it's like fifty thousand plus songs whatever yeah. it is it's <laughs> yeah. a lot of songs yeah just to hear stuff i'd never ever hear if i went to try to make a decision mm. and i really love that I, and i yeah. miss that about radio like you turn on the the radio. I don't know how you grew up and what how you found music when you grew up, but I, in fact, you saw my transistor radio that I had as a kid, and I love the fact, in some ways, that someone else has complete control about yeah. what you're going to listen to, and you're going to take it in as whatever you're doing that day and whatever your mood is in. And mm. I miss uh, having that happen. How do you listen to music these days? Uh, recently, I've been listening to uh, my Spotify playlist of mine and my wife's wedding reception music. Oh, and 
Uh, you made, chose that? Your wife, yeah, my, you wife, and your wife. my wife and I chose it. Yeah. yeah, it's just like soul and funk music. Nice. It's, it's what I grew up on, soul music, and I love it. And I, I, I do, I think playlists have a very important role. I used to make, you know, mixtapes and stuff growing up. And Did streaming kill mixtapes? Or, or, yeah. yeah. I mean, streaming killed a lot of things with, you know, the practice of listening to music. I think um, my generation, your generation, other generations are a bit more tactile and involved in their own narrative of what it is to be a listener. I think these days people are a lot more impatient and passive. But in saying that, there's, you know, with, with every new revelation in, in, in technology and culture comes new subcultures and new practices and how to enjoy music. So it's not like our generations are better at listening to music. I just think it's a very different praxis. The internet means that I can listen to 1950s Nigerian techno, you know, <laughs> or whatever. It, right. You know, that's it's a beautiful a, it, thing. And, and I'm going to say the generation that exists now because of that is probably the most educated open-minded uh, gen yeah generation who listens to this wide span of stuff yeah you know I, I can play a record that's 50 years old and my intern will know it whereas when i was their age mm. uh that would be mean probably playing music from the 1920s and mm. uh i certainly would not have done that as a teenager i would yeah. never have played, now i would but then i wouldn't have played old 20s jazz music pick me an, uh, something from your wedding or an r&b cut or something well yeah. i mean actually one of the songs i have picked is from that can i pick that please uh bad girl was our first song it was our first dance uh by oh. lee moses and it, i discovered it watching uh lena dunham's girls and it's a scene where one of the characters starts dancing in her pants in a what do you call them here panties or i don't know in a in a underwear, underwear. Yeah. there you go panties are fine but underwear yeah it sounds weird saying that it <laughs> creeps me out like, <laughs> underwear yeah panties like it's weird not yeah so anyway uh and this song came on and there's a few moments in my life where you hear a song for the first time and it alters your state as a person i genuinely believe that i changed the way i felt and was because i heard lee moses bad girl Awesome, let's hear it. Thank you. Mama been in love with the little girl 
So I don't know Lee Moses. Yeah. I, I now will learn more about Lee Moses when I go home. But Good. I'm going to guess, I mean, and we're from different sides of the ocean. This Lee Moses is certainly from the American South. I don't know, but I'm mm. going to guess. Yes, maybe. Uh, I, I okay. didn't do my research. Okay, that's I've fine. Got, I've got his music. I don't But I certainly don't he's an American. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm going to guess this is early 70s just because I'm just mm. the sound of it. And I've never heard this. So this yeah. is awesome. How did you find it? Uh, well, through Girls. The, the TV show. Oh, yes. Yeah, but um, the, just for the listeners, this the version you just heard is a live version. And actually, as a rarity, the, the, the version on record is more visceral and more pained and more um, alive than that live version, I feel. So go and seek, seek it out. Okay. Definitely seek the record version. For me, soul music is, is where all my feeling comes from in terms of listenership. I learned how to listen to music from soul music. So I, I think I was, I was, what's the word? Raised uh, on it? Uh, well, I, I was raised on it in a way, but I mean, I, it, was, it was like, it was an unfair start. I don't think it got any better than that for me. <laughs> I think soul music has everything uh, humane that one needs uh, as a fan. And I think it's stunning. I think there's the depths of it are unfathomable and even though like people you know label us as a punk band or whatever but you know the soul music was more punk than punk in every aspect of that word I believe but you're not surrounding yourselves with those kind of players it's not a big brass section when I go to see idols and there's not a no. uh, a funky guitar a great guitar players and but it's much more noise and different would you, did you ever have a desire to be a soul singer or I still want to be a soul yeah. singer I just I can't mean, you're be. a soulful singer <laughs> yeah well I, I I don't think it's important for me to try and denaturalize the musicianship of our band in a way that we yeah. seek out soul music because I'm a fan of it I don't speak that language I'm I'm not an American I'm not black um, and I'm not from that part of history what I did was learn how to sing in idols and we speak our own language so it's like I hope that there's bits of soul music in our music I think I hope people can extract that and I feel like one of the main elements of our music that I, I truly believe in is that we feel it 100% and we don't do it unless we truly believe in what we do and that's something that I learned from soul music I think I'm going to play some of your music for those who might not yet know of you um, play uh, Danny Nadelko why can't I say my tongue got tied uh, it happens, Nadelco. especially with Danny Nadelko. There, there you go. <laughs> Here you go.
did your friend, uh, you, you remember the reaction when your friend heard this song? Uh, nah, I, I can't. <laughs> I don't think I, oh, I don't know, he came to the studio because we didn't really play our songs from Joy too much before we recorded the album, you know. <laughs> uh, we did, but like in part, so we played it, worked it through because we always write songs with live in mind more than the record. You do this in a, what, what your rehearsal space look like? Small sweaty room, yeah. mold on the on the walls, <laughs> sharing with three other bands that didn't respect the space. Wow. Amazing bands though, Spectres, one uh, that you might have heard of, The Naturals, yeah, amazing bands. Anyway, I definitely told him about it. With the idea of the song was that me and Danny Nadelko promised each other we'd write a song for each other. Because you're blood brothers. Exactly, um, and his is blood brother and mine's Danny Nadelko and then when I thought about the idea of writing a song about him I just thought what a beautiful thing to just try and remind people of the human element behind the debates around immigration and what's important really is that everyone has equal opportunity to live a safe and warm and fed life you know no matter where you are that's what democracy is so are um, you feeling that to be true around the neighborhoods you live in yeah that's good absolutely yeah. there, there's I'm, I'm in Bristol, man. Like, it's a liberal, multicultural city. There are right-wing groups all over the UK, as there are everywhere else. But um, I live in a nice place, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. I'm talking with Joe Talbot of the band Idols, and you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Tito's Handmade Vodka. Born and bred in Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. 80 Proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, 5th Generation Incorporated, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. I'm Bob Boylan. I'm here with Joe Talbot of the band Idols. Where are you finding music these days? Uh, is, is it radio? Is it friends only? Is it How, how do you... Uh, it's, it's word of mouth like touring's a really beautiful opportunity you meet bands all the time and fans and they, you know and they, they, they give you bands all the time I put it in my phone and I look it up the next morning it's that's great that's what's amazing I mean it? you know we went over to Australia and Australia has a really vibrant scene yeah. for bands um, toured with some great bands toured with a band called Bench Press who are awesome City Rose who are really good like just amazing post-punk band mm -hmm. there's just this world of music from australia that i didn't know about and obviously so every time i met someone new that was a fan i was like what have you got so i had a list i came out with like 50 bands wow tell me something that today that you love that maybe a band another band turned you on to or uh, that you think's important we ought to know about oh yeah i mean i got put on to uh lee kelly well, I, I don't know how to say it, it was lie kelly or lee kelly 47 by a friend of mine touring it's kind of like the beats are intricate well processed i think the, the the album flows but acrylic it flows beautifully there's a lot of like afro beat influences on there and she's a brooklyn mc rapper and i just think the album's infectious and everything i love about hip-hop i'll play tick boom from the thank you the kelly 47 Who's better than who? They click my picks and zoom. 
Chanel on the floor of my hotel room. They wish they all had my leg room. Another deal, it ain't even noon. Tour Dior or sit by the pool. I can do anything except lose. Now what you say is when I choose. This is a bomb you can't refuse. Take boom. Me not really care what my bump into. Bulldozer, make room. Write that pun for me too. Take boom. Me not really care what my bump into. Bulldozer, make room. Write that pun for me too. Televise this dress, it's an alliance, show some respect. Sitting, no unrest. Get in, I'm what's next. Incoming text from the vets. No hate here, I'm blessed. Mild mannered, no stress. I never let a rock get she vexed. Too weak to walk with the rest. Abstract, fearless. Must say what's from my chest. They got them try, but them they're not test. Tick, boom, man, I really care what my bump into. All in your face like one. Air Max, Conros. Got that Bruce Lee right down the glow. Me uncle pop me in. And if it ain't though, say they only pop my head in for the dough. I never stay long, got places to go. See me on a scene, say hello. I get that bag, then I want more. I am the show, the name will grow. I see O and I see Ho. Let me RE mind you, bro. They all wanna be cause I am ghost. Came from the dirt, so I stay low. FAB and so ghetto. They copy and paste such a no no. Your birds might not want cross that road, cause. Take. Boom. <laughs> if you haven't, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but they did a Tiny Desk concert at Kelly 47. No way. Yeah, yeah. And it is mind-blowing. That's how I... I Rodney Carmichael is our hip-hop writer for Empire Music. Yeah. And he uh, he brought them in, and I had never heard of them. And Did she have the balaclava oh, yeah, face? Yeah, yeah. And they were mind-boggling. And that band, it's like a great... You don't hear it here, but they're great jazz band too mm. i mean the, they used our upright piano and and you know bass guitar and uh drums and wow mm. they were really really good and then they played we brought them to a church in austin texas this, at south by this year no way and they played three songs in this church and it was just mind-boggling good the I, kelly 47 i'm so glad you picked that yeah well i i am now i'm excited i get to watch a <laughs> tiny desk i didn't know about that's yeah magic yeah i mean it's one of those things where the mouth I think is the most trusted way of discovering new music especially at the moment the hype machine and the way bands are pushed in the UK is that there's not enough money so people are scrambling around and they there's a lot of sycophancy around sa like safe music um, so it's hard to discover new stuff as much in in, in safe music as in like not just not, boring yeah, I see. Yeah, sellable I music um, so yeah um, touring is a really good opportunity of discovering new stuff through people I respect and then of course you, in the old days if you said some to somebody oh you should hear this song you'd like sit around on the radio and wait for it to come around again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or you'd go to your friend's house and they'd play yeah. it for you but yeah, this yeah. is the, the beauty of we sort of put down a little bit the generation of streaming and so forth and but but gee it is can really mind-boggling that yeah i don't take it for granted uh growing up around your house i, I actually don't know how old you are you don't have to reveal but I, what I time yeah what time period were you starting to listen to music what years would it have been how old as an active listener i was probably about 10 yeah uh my mom used to play music all the time and my dad as well they separated when i was a baby but i had a good good life with both of them um my dad's an artist so he's he's always been very much interested in the arts and music mm -hmm. and we've always had an open dialogue around that sort of thing um, they have different tastes like a very different tastes my mum had bad taste my dad has a very <laughs> eclectic taste my mum was into like i mean i love lionel richie but lionel richie yeah. simply red christa berg 
like you know that kind of like 80s she was busy working all the time so whatever was on the radio she liked you know and dad my dad um his favorite album i think is probably boatman's call or my favorite album that he put on to me at the end of my fascination with hip-hop when i was about 19. i list i only listened to hip-hop really and soul music blues and stuff and then i got i discovered hip-hop at 10. uh it was far side bizarre ride to the far side no lab cabin california it's the first album i had that really made me excited for my own language to discover my own path in music and listening to music that i wanted to that wasn't anyone else's you know it was like i i chose hip-hop yeah. and so that was it for like nine years and then my dad was like you know i i, I had an adult conversation with him about the the kind of the content in hip-hop but now i couldn't really relate to it as i was getting older as an adult as a white middle class <laughs> boy from right. england and he said well yeah but there's you know just it's it's not about that it's about listenership and just enjoying things from all over you just need to discover lots of music and and appreciate that instead of just sticking to your bubble so i did he, he gave me astral weeks by van morrison oh. and then the rest was history can we go and play uh the album that you were just talking about uh that's lab cabin california by Farside, and i'd say running was my favorite tune when i was small wee lad Nice. Bring back memories. Come on, 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 This was mid nineties, maybe. Yeah, ninety five. Yeah. I was eleven. <laughs> love this. Yeah. And then you you also mentioned this, which uh, I just love the contrast that. Yeah. Play Van Morrison just a minute of Astral Weeks, or is there another song? But it's a title track. If I ventured in the slipstream. I love this song. <laughs> Between the viaducts of your dream. Where my world still runs crack And the dead center back road stop Could you find me? Or would you kiss my eyes? Laying it down The silence is the ache. 
be born again To be born again From the far side of the ocean Have I put the wheels in motion And I stand with my arms behind me I'm pushing out the door Could you find It's hard to pull that fader down. I'm just saying, Van's fighting me. He, he, wants, yeah. to, he wants to back off again. See, see, there he goes. There he goes. <laughs> what, is it, what do you want from music? Like, what do you want music to do to you? Not as a performer, but, but like as a, a listener. Interestingly, I was just thinking about that then and why huh. I think that album, Astral Weeks, changed my life. It made me realize that I was like greedy. Um... I'm a very instinctive person. I don't really work too much on intricacies. I just am in the in the moment. And if I love something, I love it wholeheartedly. Yeah. And that Odyssey, that album that takes you on a journey through Belfast and into Van Morrison's strange little world, it just took me to a place of pure joy mm. and love and I think for me, it's all about feeling. Music is all about feeling. I'm never going to denaturalize what it means. You know, as a film student, I kind of saw behind the curtains a bit of, of how films are made and studied film as a theory, and, and it, I lost a bit of the romance there. I wouldn't do the same with music. I'll never make that mistake. That's why you'll never see me playing too many instruments. or I just am um, a glutton for feeling it, and it's instantaneous, and it lasts forever. And I love it. And I think, you know, Astral Weeks does it for me now as it did when I first heard it at 19. And um, I'm very grateful to my father. It also connects me with worlds I might not understand, but it's a connection. It's a very humane thing that is untold. We don't understand music, really. That's right. You know, and why bother? It's ephemeral, ephemeral, but it touches the all the molecules inside of your body yeah. and vibrates them love it let's go to something that you wrote we'll take the there's a new single relatively new single uh yeah it's mercedes marxist um we recorded it in the joy sessions it was going to be on the album and then it was a last minute we had two others that we didn't put on the album but this one we were like it didn't feel right for me lyrically. I was Sounds I was about. I was in a really bad place. Okay. Um I was just it was me kind of that this was the one this is one step before Joy started, basically, lyrically and the where where I was in my life. I wasn't using Joy as an act of resistance in my life. I was in a cycle of self deprecating and self damaging behaviours that this was a point when I realised I was unhappy and I was you know, waking up on sofas and working in a job that w- that I would never go anywhere with, and I wanted to kind of change my life, but w- I wasn't there yet. This was me just going, "What ashtray are you in now?" <laughs> wow, it's a good line. Come, I'm gonna play it. <laughs>
if if you are in, you're going to uh, traveling to uh, where are you? Where's the tour taking you next? Uh, to one of my favorite venues in the world, Beachland Ballroom. Awesome. So yeah. if you're anywhere in that area, like go to the, see this band because it's like this stuff's great on record, but it is a, a just a whole nother. Well, that's it. I think um, live. I was I was just listening to that. I don't normally listen to our music. I mm-hmm. hate it. Um, <laughs> it feels very clean, and I like that. It's like two languages, live record. Yeah, yeah. I think it's nice to give people different dimensions to what what your language is. There's no point in having the same thing. That's why we'll never be. Also, we're not very good at our instruments, so we'll always be a bit scrappy live. But there's 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 feeling there. So scrappy's good. Yeah, well, it yeah. is. It works for us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's nice. It's a nice hearing that song in that period because it was right at the start, just before Joy. And now I can look back and really appreciate what that album meant, which was changing my life for the better and and using joy and enjoyment listening to myself and creating a new world from working hard and being kind to myself and now we got a label we're putting out music which is one of the songs i wanted to pick and it it just makes me feel like i've got a lot more purpose and i'm now a, a husband and a father and i feel beautiful and thank you bob for reminding me awesome and and when i see you my first reaction to you was stand back look out there's a lot of aggression happening like yeah. the first notes and then all of a sudden i got sucked into the embrace mm. that your words speak of and then it become, became a completely different community in the room i saw the first time i saw you was 2018 at south by southwest yeah in that latitude 30 that, that uh, it was a brit night and yeah. uh, um, it was so amazing. And then last night in D.C. at Rock and Roll Hotel. Uh, I want you to pick me two more things. One to go pick things you love now. We'll play them real quick. And we'll Thank you very much, Bob. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So um, one is Crows, Silver Tongues. That's the band we put out on Bally Records. But it's also a band I discovered when I worked at the Louisiana in Bristol at a venue. And they blew my mind. And then... Now I get to release their music. Wow. Uh, So it's a beautiful thing.
really, really, really good. Thank you. I, I know nothing about this uh, about this group. Where they record this? Uh, this, is, this is Crows. Yeah, I don't know where they recorded. Okay. Um, you'll have to ask my partner, the label Marco. Um, they recorded it way before we signed this record. Um, they we just discovered it and fell in love. I mean. I discovered them years before and I just wanted to know where they disappeared to. They were the best live band I ever saw working at this venue. And um, suddenly they came back and I was ch chanting via email and I'm so grateful. We toured with them in the UK and they are, they're, they're in my head, they're what I want to be on stage. <laughs> they're a lot cooler than I am, um, but they're stunning, stunning band. So it's Crows and then... Uh take us out on something well this this uh, is something that i thought about i wanted to, as, as i'm here in the u.s and there's a time uh, of unrest in the uk it's titled brexit and um i i genuinely think this is something that we've been talking about as a band slow tie is a is an mc grime kind of hip-hop grime artist from uh northampton in the uk he is a joyous and violent young man who's got so much confidence and he's so astute at what he does in his own language. Joyous like, and violent? Yes, yeah. I think that's what we try and achieve as well as a band. So you can be joyous and violent and violently love things and it's about your brush strokes and the way you paint the picture. You can yeah. paint a violent picture without hurting anyone. And that's what he does beautifully. I think he's a, a very exciting uh, artist from the UK and it's what Brexit sounds like. His album is called Nothing Great About Britain and he's slow tight and the song is with Muramasa who's a formidable producer and the song's called Doorman. It's one of the best songs apart from, I mean, I wanted to play DWE as an MC from UK. He's, he's, he's one of the, the proto MCs of grime in the UK and uh, anyone just check out DWE. But this is the future and I want I want people to be excited about what, what's coming out of uh, our armpit of a country <laughs> wow <laughs> thank you thank you very much thank you so much for having us and folks no we'll put full versions of these songs up online so they're not just here in the minute thing and really appreciate this don't tell but thank you cheers Lots good luck love, Bob yeah. thank you Joe Talbot from the band Idols. The most recent album is called Joy as an Act of Resistance. We're going out on one of Joe's picks by Slow Tie. I'm Bob Boylan, Fair PR Music. It's all songs considered. Out wow, door man, let me in the door.
is invariably through a plastic bag. Even on the street, he has something up his sleeve to make work more tolerable. The only thing that no one takes cereal in, you know, if I do, we kick them out. And it's the thing that, that's the thing that is really, really bad for you. Most, most, people take, <laughs> most people take things in moderation, you know.